Hello, this is uh, BVP Radio. Um, UBC's um, music club is uh, the host of this station. Um, um, we're, um, we have Rebecca Hope here today. Hi. How are you doing, Rebecca? Good, how are you? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, so do you want to let us know a bit about yourself, your music, uh, how you got into playing in the first place? And Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, I'm a singer-songwriter, guitarist. Um, and I have been for about eight years since I was 12. Um, I write in every genre, but mostly indie folk, basically. Um, I got started when I was 12. Um, I got, I basically got really sick and I couldn't really play sports anymore and things like that. Um, I had this thing called osteomyelitis, um, which is just basically a bone infection. And so after that, I couldn't play sports. My mom was like, well, you need to do something. She bought me a guitar and then... Uh, that day I wrote my first song, and then, yeah, it's been like that ever since. So did, um, music. <laughs> that's good. So, like, when you, um, when you were sick, did, did you, did music kind of just take over after that, or did, like, you continue playing sports and do music, or did music just become, like, this um, sort of Well, after I was focus? sick, I had a lot of, like, problems with my knees and my legs and stuff, so I actually couldn't really play sports for yeah. a long time. And so, um, music pretty much did take over, so it's basically been my outlet for, like, eight years. Just anything happens, I'll write a song, and it just helps me get over any hardships I've been through in the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, and it also helps me kind of reach other people with what I'm going through um, so they can maybe relate mm -hmm. and know they're not alone in what they're going through. Oh, okay, cool. Would you say that's, like, what are, like, the main reasons you would write songs, like, per se, like, what you are saying about, like, reaching out to people, like, expressing yourself, you know, your struggles that you faced... Would you say that's, like, what are, like, the inspirations for writing? Is that, that's one you mentioned, but, you know, are there any others? Yeah. Or? Um, that is really the main reason why I have this goal to, like, make it, um, because I really want people to know that even though you can go through a lot in your life, um, which you can hear by listening to my songs, you can get through it, and you can still be really positive, and I have this, like, this, like, I don't know, this mental vision of like being on stage accepting an award so that one day I can like I can be like you know what like no matter what I've been through I got here mm -hmm. so that's kind of a goal of mine just to show everyone that no matter what you go through in life you can make it out okay mm -hmm. that's definitely like a good sort of image or message to like portray to people to listeners you know um and it's definitely like helpful you know people going through something they want someone to relate to you know what I mean yeah yeah, exactly. Just like I do too. That's why I listen to music sometimes. I'm just like, I need to like relax. <laughs> I need to listen to something mm -hmm. that makes me feel just better about the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of artists or songs? When you say that, what kind of? Um, I like I like really sad songs, which is like, which is <laughs> funny, um, or just really soft songs, songs that make you feel like you can fall asleep. So, um, two of my favorite ones are "Landslide" by Stevie Nicks mm. and "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. Oh yeah. Those, are, Those are my two favorite artists and probably my two favorite songs ever. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah, so you said like when you started till now, you know, quite a distance of years. Was there like a change in what you listened to from when you started to now? Like did you listen to yeah. different artists at the beginning and then it oh kind of God, evolved yeah. and with that like your sound evolved or like? Yeah, um... So I used to listen to just all the pop stuff. I used to be, when I actually became a good singer, I sucked until the first day I got my guitar. I was really, really bad. I used to sing in the car on like road trips and my mom and like dad would like hold hands in the front seat and like be laughing. And I thought it was because I was good, but they, they were like, <laughs> they were hoping I would stop. <laughs> um, so basically, um, 
I would listen to like Hilary Duff and all those things when I was really little. And as I got older, I started liking um, music that was had more of a message. And so I decided that's kind of what I wanted to do. Nice. And I thought indie folk was a really good genre for that. So I chose that one. Were you like discouraged or like nervous when you first started having, you know, not perhaps being like the greatest when you began or not being or having people laugh at you like you say was that did you find that was like discouraging and when you started were you <laughs> no. like nervous or um, have you always just been kind of confident with it I've always been really confident with it because even when I was like little and my parents were like laughing in the front seat of the car while I was singing my heart out with my Walkman mm-hmm. phones <laughs> on <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers Walkmans but yeah. I had one and they just never said to me they never said I was bad they would never say anything like that to me mm-hmm. so I was always under the impression that I was good so until I actually became um, like a good singer, I, I didn't I didn't know that I was a bad one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, let's actually just to get some context here. Let's uh, let's play one of the songs that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, this is a landslide by Stevie Nicks. Um, yeah, definitely a good song, classic. Right yeah, there, I love know. this. Yeah, sorry. So we've had a bit of technical difficulties there with that song. Um, But instead, we'll have something even better, (laughs) which is live music from Rebecca. Uh, She's going to start it off. So why don't you tell us uh, a bit about the song? What's it called? What's like a bit of the background on it? Okay, uh, this song is one of my newest songs. It's called Stay. Um, And I actually wrote it last year here at UBC. I was... um, I was basically just sitting in my dorm room and I'd gone through a situation where um, just with this guy and I realized, you know, there's all these people in relationships or there's all these people that, you know, last forever um, and get married and all these things. And I realized what does I started thinking about what that takes and how you can actually hold on to someone for that long. And so I decided to write a song about it and it's called Stay and it's basically about learning how to keep someone for a really long time. Um, Yeah, here we go. Tell me, do you love me? Just say so. It's putting me in agony, staring at you over my pillow. Never kept something for so long. Monkey bars are slippery. Don't know how to hold on. Tell me what do I do to make you stay? To keep our memories and pictures from fading.
just wanna know I don't wanna be the last one walking out the door Never been on the same path as someone There's a road ahead, don't know what's around the bend I can't do this on my own Tell me what do I do to make you That was um, Stay by Rebecca Hope on um, 101.9 CITR um, FM. This is BVP Radio, Blank Final Project, um, UBC's on-campus music community. We're here with Rebecca Hope. Um, yeah, so that was really good. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> for playing that for us. You're welcome. So let's talk about um, plans for the future. Okay. <laughs> so what, 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 what can we see like in the next few years from Rebecca Hope as um, far as output and as far as like goals, you know? I have a lot of goals in the next few years. Um, basically, I'm studying at UBC for like four years for my um, BA in English Literature. And by the time I'm done that, I want to be at the point where I can actually have a career with my music so that once I actually get my BA, um, even though I could have a plan with that, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically, in the next few years, I want to have a CD. Mm -hmm. um, put out so basically I want an EPK and I want to release some EPs and I want to release an album uh, I want to be performing like crazy all the time especially at music festivals in the summer that's a goal of mine um, even for this year I would love to be performing at music festivals this summer it's a big aspiration but I don't know I, really, I hope I believe I can do it so um, that's where I'm at in the next few years I want to be on tour hopefully in the next few years at least in the summer um, yeah, those are my main goals for the next few years. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what about as far as like creatively, like the music itself, what direction are you, are you going to sort of continue to do what you've been doing or do you see yourself like transitioning to something else or are you just like, what are your future plans for the music? Um, my future plans are basically to just keep playing my guitar and to just keep singing and songwriting as much as I can. Um, I started collaborating a lot more with people. Um, I was very solo for about, I've been performing for about three years. So I was really solo for a few years. And now I want to, um, now I want to collaborate because you learn so much um, from the way other people perform and the way other people write. Um, so I've started collaborating and learning a lot. So basically my goal in the next year or two is also to just collaborate with people um, to get my music out there, um, to perform with other bands, and to kind of see what my music is like with more than just one guitar. Uh -huh, and that's something I definitely want to see. 
Okay, so what about like how do you find that the from your experience like the process of working with other artists collaborating how is that like different than being a solo artist in terms of like the process like um it's different because when you're solo you can really just do whatever you can write and play guitar and you don't really have to do it at a certain pace because you're just all by yourself so say I have an exam or something and I have to go do that I can come home and play um and there's no pressure I don't have to finish that day or there's no pressure to even go home and play. I could even just go study more and stuff like that. But if you're collaborating with someone, um, I think the time is a big thing because then that's two schedules that you have to work out. Um, but I guess, like I said, I've learned lately that that's really worth it because then you get to learn so much about how you write compared to how other people write, and you can learn from them and um, start writing in different ways. So, yeah, it's really beneficial. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, when you say like touring or like playing at festivals, would yeah. you play? Do you think you would optimally play as a solo artist or with like a backing band? Oh, see, that's so hard because right now um, <clears throat> I am performing. Um, I think this weekend with a band, but usually I am solo, so it kind of depends. It depends on the festival and it depends on when. Because um, as of right now, I am solo, so performing solo would be probably what I would be doing. Mm-hmm. But if I find a band in the next little while, um, they could very well back me up at these things. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, let's take a little bit of a break and listen to Landslide. We have it yeah, up now. Yeah, so. it's working now. <laughs> yeah. Please. All right. <laughs> All right, second. Uh, <laughs> landslide isn't working again. <laughs> I don't know. It Stevie Nicks like just is not having it today. The computer is just... That's okay, because when you have a lot, an artist here to play live stuff... Yeah. You might as well play live stuff. <laughs> might as well just play live stuff. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> once again. <laughs> we'll do another song, I think. Um, this time Sounds Rebecca's good. got the ukulele, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> its name is Beatrice. how long have you been playing ukulele um ukulele i'm trying to think since grade 11 so that would be mm, like three years Mm -hmm. yeah it's my baby yeah okay so do you want to tell us a bit about this song and yeah sure um this is the second song i wrote on my uke um it's called rumors and it was literally inspired um basically i would always go on facebook i think about I don't know, must have been like, I think this, I wrote this last year too, but I would always go on Facebook and people would have drama going on, rumors and stuff like that. Like, you stole my boyfriend and all this stuff. And I decided, hey, that's kind of interesting. So from that, I just kind of wrote this song called Rumors. Um, yeah, and it's basically just about how rumors affect people and um, how they're not cool. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um. Let's yeah. give it a shot. This is Rumors by Rebecca Hope. Okay. Uh, CITR, CITR 101.9. Here we are. Here we go. Darling, I've been waiting a long, long time to spit it out. Because I've been hearing words from other people that ain't coming out your mouth. 
For uh, playing that one, that was that You're was great. <laughs> Rumors by Rebecca Hope on CITR 101.9. Yeah, so we'll just be back in a minute. Do you like friends? Well, we like you. So become a member and get a Friends of CITR card. Not only does it make you special, but it gives you all kinds of deals with our friends on Main Street, including 10% off at Antisocial Skateboard Shop, Devil May Wear, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, and more. Visit CITR.ca for more, or come check us out in the nest. There's only one way that old clunker is going to make you feel good again. Donate it to Bullying Canada. Check this out. Free towing or pickup of your old vehicle. A tax-deductible receipt. And a super easy process. Online at bullyingcanada.ca. Get rid of that old vehicle and feel good about supporting real solutions for change in your community. Donate your old or used vehicle to Bullying Canada today. Full details online at bullyingcanada.ca. Having trouble finding affordable, fresh-baked goods and coffee? Come down to Agora Cafe located in the McMillan Building at UBC. There's also space available to study. Listen. All right, sweet. So we're here with Rebecca Hope on uh, CITR 101.9 BVP Radio. That's Blank Vinyl Project Radio. All right, so let's talk about, like, what's coming up in terms of, like, during the next few months. Are you, do you have any plans for, like, releasing anything, or do you have any plans for, like, playing live at, like, certain events you want to talk about, tell people yeah, about? Um, tomorrow I'm doing basically an event for Red Cross. It's basically just an AIDS awareness event um, in the art gallery, um, and that's – I'm performing from 6.10 to 6.20, so that's only 10 minutes at um, – 
something has come up for this weekend. Um, so the details will be more on my Facebook page, but um, I don't have all of the details yet. And I'm probably I'm going to be opening for a band um, like downtown. And then on um, sometime next week, I'm working. Oh, on the third, I'm doing basically an event with Coastal Motion on campus. It's basically a live event in the art gallery as well, in the nest, and um, I'll be performing some originals, and it'll be under nice twinkly lights with um, beanie bags, beanie bag chairs, so it's going to be really, really, really nice. Um, yeah, everyone should come check it out. It's going to be really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, I was I was at the last Coastal Motion event that was hosted there. It was really good. <gasps> yeah. So definitely come. And you mentioned your Facebook page. Do you want to... Let people know what that is so that they can <laughs> Okay, find yeah. You. Um, so basically, I have my Facebook page. Um, so it's bas- just facebook.com slash Rebecca Hope Music. And um, I just basically post on there when I'm performing and any updates or anything I'm doing, like this radio show, just I post on there so people know what's going on. And I also have Instagram, which I'm starting to get better at, <laughs> posting pic- pictures all the time and stuff. So um, those are the two main places to reach me. And then I'm working on my SoundCloud and my YouTube right now. Um, yeah, I've been performing live a lot, so now I'm trying to get into more of the social media part of it. Yeah, because yeah. then people will come up to you and be like, where can I find you? And Exactly, then... exactly. <laughs> so it's so hard, though, because I'm, I'm always like, I like going out and talking to people. Uh-huh. So social media has never been the thing I love the most, but it's it's so important now. So I'm going to have to work on it and interact with the people that I've actually never met that are listening to my music. So Yeah, social media can be a strange thing as an artist, but it's definitely useful. Oh, it's so useful. What's what's your take on it, you know, in terms of like um like presenting an image and stuff? Like I mean, it's hard. I really love um I really love being authentic and like mm-hmm. um talking to people and like knowing who they are and stuff like that. Um so I find social media is really hard because you can post pictures of a really good life and it might not even be that good. So I I, I don't necessarily love it. Um but I think because I've had that stance for a long time, I kind of want to change that now and be like, okay, so if I don't like how it's unauthentic sometimes, I'm just going to do my best to be really authentic so that people will know who I am and, um, yeah, so they'll know who I am and know that, I, like, we probably are going through the same things and that um, my music, I guess, could help them through stuff. So, yeah, I'm just kind of, that's my standpoint now on it is just to kind of use it as authentically as possible. Yeah, so, like, this might be a hard question, but if you were to want people to see you as a certain, like, s- what image would you want people to see you as? Like, oh, if you had to weird. describe, you know, what wh- what sort of traits would you want to portray? What sort of, like, image would you want to portray to people, you know? Um, I want to definitely, like, definitely said relatable, but I guess what goes with that is vulnerability. So I just want to be really honest, um, like, what my songs are about. I want to be honest about what they're about, um... A lot of the times it's really obvious, but, I mean, sometimes it's not. Um, I want to, I don't know, I want people to know that I'm, like, I really care about um, the way other people are treated, so I want to come across as, like, the nice person that um, that I that I am. <laughs> so I kind of, I want to give that image that just a lot of positivity and good charisma and um, obviously hardships, too, but that we can all get through them. So I, that's kind of my... My ideal kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah. and I want to include nature because I love trees and nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in there. Yeah. Yeah, like you get an album cover standing in the forest. Yeah. Smiling. Something like that. I you smile, it. you look nice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> People think you're a nice person. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. All right. Um, 
Let's go. Let's 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 do one more song. Sure. Yeah. Um, I have got, a Christmas song. Oh yeah, it's Christmas coming up, so we got some uh, seasonal music right here. What are you doing for Christmas? I'm probably gonna go to my uh, grandparents' place. Is that in BC? Yeah, it's in the Sunshine Coast. They kind of live like. Oh, is it like a cottage? Yeah, it's really nice. It's like off in the woods and oh got a view of the ocean and stuff. So we could do my album cover there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pretty. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, this song is called "Home for the Holidays." Um. And I wrote it, I think, two years ago, just sitting like by my Christmas tree and literally watching snow fall out the window. It was really pretty. Um, <laughs> but I wrote it because I was going away to university the next year, and I realized, you know, one day in the future I might not be spending it with, like, my mom, who's, like, my best friend <laughs> ever. <laughs> I wouldn't be spending it with her or with my family, so I decided to kind of write this song for that day when I'm off maybe touring or something and I'm not there to actually spend it with them. It's kind of, it's about always having them in your heart. All I want for Christmas is you next to me Dancing barefoot beneath the Christmas tree when I look out of the window, all I wanna see is snow falling in the glow of the night. I can't speak. You ask me what I want for Christmas, and I say nothing. I can't sleep. Thinking about
Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, so you talked about... That was really good, first of all, because it was like a Christmas song with a personal twist, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people, they'll just sing about, like, Rudolph's red nose, but... You know, that's nice, but, like, this has, yeah, like, a personal... Yeah, I still love that song, but, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, it's, it's nice. I'm not dissing it, but it's, like, it's nice to have, like, a Christmas song that has, like, that's a bit, like, yeah. deeper than a surface I'd love album, to write a Christmas right? album one day. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, So you talk about your mom being your best friend, and <laughs> yeah. would you say she's, like, a big inspiration? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, insanely. Um, Because she did get me my first guitar, um, and, like, I basically started writing because of her. Um, I kind of, obviously... I give her a little bit of, like, credit because, I mean, had she not have thought of music as something that would have, like, helped me um, in my life, I never would have done it. Um, so, yeah, she's a really big influence, and even sometimes she'll go through things and, like, I'll kind of take a little bit of inspiration from that and maybe, like, add that into a song, which is really funny because I don't even know I'm doing it, and then I write it, and I'll sing it, and she's like, do you not realize that's kind of, like, what I'm going through right now? <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> I think we have the same brain or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. So was she into music too growing up? Or? Honestly, no. She could sing. Um, like, she can sing. Um, she, like, continuously wants to be my background singer. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Mom. Like, it's always a joke. She's always joking. But, like, anytime I sing, she'll tell her family or, like, anyone I'm performing with. She's like, yeah, like, I'm going to be your background singer. And I was like, I love you, Mom. But, like, but no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny. Um, but she never really was raised with much music at all. Um, yeah, my family isn't very musical at all. So it's something that I guess I picked up kind of on my own. Was there a lot of music, like, being played around the home, or was it just... No, not even. Barely, which is funny, I guess, because I love it so much. But it's interesting. I would always sing karaoke, and I would always, like, perform. And my dad built me a little bit of a, st- a little stage when I was really little, <laughs> like, in our music room. So I would just... Or not in our music room, but in my room, and I would just call it my music room. And I would just sit there with my karaoke machine and just, like, sing for hours. Nice. That was when I sounded like a dying cat, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you got lots of practice. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Started, like, feeling a bit of what it's like to be on a stage at a young I think age. so, yeah. I mean, I think it maybe prepared me for, like, the first time I performed, because I would go all out. Do you have any, like, special memories from, like, stage performing, from playing live? Was there anything that, like, stood out? Um, in your music career? Yeah. Um, I think one of the first things is, like, when I'm at, well, my first performance. I think it's funny, and I guess this goes credit credit to my mom again. Um, she pushed me to go up there, and I was like, I do not want to go on stage. It was at a bowling alley, I think, when I was, oh, my God, how old was I? I must have been, like, 14 or 15, and I just did not want to get on stage. I just did not. I said, I feel sick. I have the flu. Like, I did not want to go up. And when I did, I kind of, um, I dropped my pick when I was playing my song. And it was my first time on stage. And then I picked it up and I just started playing from where I left off. And I think it was like at that moment I realized like performing, even if you mess up, is just not scary because you don't, you really, I don't know how to say it. You just can't really make a mistake. You can mess up, but you, but as long as you kind of are okay with it, then people will accept it. So it's not really a mistake. And so I think because I somehow realized that right away, I realized how much I liked performing and I wanted to do it more and more and more. And then um, I think the most influential moment, I was actually Sandy in Greece a few years ago um, with a high school, high, like my high school. Um, and I was Sandy and like singing and everything. And this little girl um, after the show came up with her mom and her mom 
said, you know, can I get a picture with you and like Carly? And I said, yeah, I would love it. And then her mom messaged me later. Um, and I guess, I guess school is really hard on her. So, um, when she was seeing me perform, it kind of gave her hope that she could kind of do that one day. And so that's, that's really influential because that's all I really want to do is help people. So that was a moment where I pretty much like, I cried and I was like, this is so great. This is exactly why I want to do this. Yeah. So those are like two influential moments of my music for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not actually from Vancouver, right? No. Where, where did you grow up? I'm from Pembroke, Ontario. So it's a really, it's a town of 15,000 um, and it's north. Um, it's about an hour and a half from Ottawa. Yeah. So how did growing up there like influence you as an artist? Ah, well, um, I guess in all honesty, high school wasn't the super easiest thing in the world. Um, high school was very clicky. And so I had a friend, I had a lot of friends kind of in different groups, but it made it kind of hard because I, I've always kind of been that person. I don't really like being part of cliques. I like to be very independent and to make sure that I can be friends with everyone without anyone, you know, making it awkward. So, you know, like you can't be friends with that person. I didn't really like that idea. So I always kind of stayed out of cliques. And that was hard sometimes because it made you, it made me feel kind of alone at times. And I think that that's what kind of brought me to sit with my guitar a lot and write. So at that point, I kind of just, I guess my music really started in high school because I, I realized like if I'm, if there's moments where I feel alone, I don't really have to be because I have my music. So. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing the things, you know, music can do for people. I know. Okay. And it's interesting, like, how it's almost like the best writing comes about because of, like, hardships in a way. I know. And it's like, yeah. It was really funny. I was just watching an interview with Alicia Cara. I don't know if anyone's heard that new song, like, whoa, here. You know that song? Um, <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, a lot of people, I don't know. You might know it if you, like, heard the thing. But, um, no, she's just, like, this new artist or whatever. And she, this song, like, here is about basically how she hates parties. But it's... It's um, it's like played at parties and it's so relatable and it's it's funny because it's kind of ironic, you know. People just, I guess, people understand, you know, and it's I don't know. It just helps. It just helps, and it's so weird because something that you hate can become so big mm -hmm. um, or so influential. Um, but I guess it just tells us we're all going through the same thing. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right, sweet. We'll take another quick break. Play a couple these ads and we'll be back. <laughs> hey there. We're the Armenian Students Association and we're here to bring together everyone Armenians and non-Armenians who are interested in learning about the Armenian culture here at UBC. Find us on Facebook at ASA UBC to stay up to date. We look forward to seeing you at our future events. Snowboard Club is a non-profit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members, as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, 
Ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips. about bikes. Everything? Perfect. Nothing at all? Even better. At the UBC Bike Kitchen, you can use our space and tools to do your own bike maintenance, get one-on-one -on -one instruction on how to fix your bike yourself, or drop your bike off for us to repair. You can also buy a fully refurbished guaranteed used bicycle or a variety of new and used parts and accessories. The Bike Kitchen is UBC's non-profit, student-owned, full-service bike shop. We're located in the basement of the Student Union Building. Just look for the stairwell on the north side of the sub across from Gage Towers or search for the UBC Bike Kitchen on Facebook. Stop by the Bike Kitchen and then get riding. this one around UBC and um, it's very catchy so people tend to sing along so if you're listening and you've heard it before definitely feel free to sing along. I wrote it about um, basically I just had a dog who was passing away and I kind of realized I don't know dogs are like family so um, I wanted a song to kind of help my family get over it when she did pass um, and I had a lot of family sick a few years ago and I wrote this song to kind of help everybody through that time. It's called Embers. <laughs>
Awesome. Awesome. So that was Rebecca Hope. Um, yeah, thanks for coming in and for this interview and everything. It was really good. Yeah, I want to say thanks to anyone listening. Um, I'm just like really thankful. This is my first radio um, experience, so I'm so excited. <laughs> it was really fun. Cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, thanks for listening. This was BVP Radio, um, Blank Final Project, uh, UBC's on-campus yeah. community. Um, yeah, CITR 101.9. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Bye. Ha, <laughs> ha,